0: The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Friends in Recovery Podcast, the podcast that is here to help you, a loved one, or a friend get started down the road to recovery. This is the Friends in Recovery Podcast, brought to you by the Genesis House. Genesis House, providing a safe, nurturing environment to heal from addiction since 1992. Please, be a friend and share our message with a friend on Podbean, iTunes, iHeartRadio, or YouTube. And now, here are your Friends in Recovery.
1: Hey, good afternoon, everybody. I'm Mike Miles. And I'm Ed Chancho. And we're uh, your Friends in Recovery podcast, and we're podcasting and broadcasting live from Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, Salem, New Hampshire. And uh, it's good to be back. We've taken a little hiatus, took some time off. Um, it's it's been uh it's been good, but we kind of miss doing this. Yeah, miss
0: you every Tuesday. I miss you too, yeah, Ed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> our little talks every week uh, and yeah. uh, our little broke. There, there's a lot more that goes on out there than than here. Absolutely. the 25 absolutely. minutes that we do so yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, it's 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 good for especially somebody like me in recovery when we can sit here and talk and absolutely. So I miss all that. You know,
1: I think the uh, camaraderie of of AA, the magic for me of AA is just is is more about. Just sitting and, and talking to people and, and no specific topic uh just whatever comes to mind, obviously, recovery is an important part of our lives yeah' um, we live it every day i think the the longer you're sober and we 've been sober many many years decades actually
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, i I think you kind of get um, you might get a little uh, complacent sometimes, Absolutely. I know I have yep. and uh, I forget about the um i don 't want to say the magic, but you know the the ambiance of going to an AA meeting sitting there and getting all that nurtured in good
0: feelings and and in serenity. Mm without even realizing that you were going to get that you know? yeah absolutely absolutely um, a, cu- a couple things before we start I do want to wish um, Kim over in Genesis house a happy birthday today yes um, I think she's like 22 or 22, 23 yeah. nice <laughs> nice, good age happy birthday Kim we love you and uh, couldn't couldn't do things without you and also my grandson's birthday today oh Anthony. is that right yeah, Anthony, yeah. Wow. Anthony, little wow. Anthony's birthday today so nice I just want to wish him a happy birthday too so well. and a good friend of mine um, and, and his
1: wife just had a baby a little baby girl and uh <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't know her name, but <laughs> Mike and Katie Riley uh from, from my town of Drayton. Mike's a teacher, and Katie's a hygienist, and it's a second
0: child in... A- Great, yeah, and just, and this just, is where recovery brings us to remember things like this, and right. and and, res- and and kind of um, think of other people besides ourselves. How we're going to get our, right. our dope? How right. we're going to get our drinks? Who can we steal from today? Right. You know, what money right. can we take from the family? You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and we think <laughs> certainly, and we, we think uh, you know we think differently today, right. and we're able to wish right. people like that happy right. birthday.
1: Well, so. I think self-centeredness is the common <laughs> cold of any addict or alcoholic. You know, it's all about me. You think you're only hurting yourself when the reality is you're really hurting everybody yeah. that cares about you. Yeah. You know, and, um, you know, the the famous walk cry, I'm only hurting myself, yep. you know. I'm like, who yep. am I bothering? Who yep. are you bothering? Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, now you're bothering me because you're <laughs> asking me for help.
0: So to add another one to your list, yeah, no, but no. we love helping people. Yeah, self suddenness
1: so. <laughs> definitely is the common cold of most addicts and alcoholics. But, absolutely. But I find um, uh, as you get sober and as life goes on um, and things improve, which they do, things do get better in spite of ourselves. We just have
0: to get out of our own way sometimes. Yep, you absolutely, know? absolutely. you agree? I agree 100%. And and sometimes I still get in my way, but that's what my, when I call you or call my sponsor or get to a meeting and understand listen, it's not all about a chancho all the time. And, you know, and, and, you know, it brings us back to reality. Um, Uh, uh, w- one real quick thing. Yeah, what you, you got you get this get this there? I got this wonderful book in front of me. I was in Minneapolis last week at a at the World EAP conference, and it was wonderful. It was a lot of EAPs there, and um, did some good networking. I was there for a week, and of course, uh, my good friend Brian um, Casey, Jesse, sure. out of um, St. Paul, Minnesota. He's right. a uh, sergeant out there, and he also runs a wonderful EAP program for the St. Paul Police and surrounding areas. A lot of people. Uh, um, call him for help and everything. And uh, he just wrote a book and it's called Good Cop, Good Cop. I'm holding it up for you guys who are listening to us, but you guys are seeing this. It's called Good Cop, Good Cop. Um, I've read a little bit of it and it's a wonderful, wonderful book. Um, he he goes. He touches uh, on to some really good subjects. Um, if you're a cop, this is a must read. No Certainly. doubt about it. And right. you just got one today, right. Um, an assigned, uh, version did. of it. Brian, from Brian. was gracious. And, yep.
1: and I was looking through the book, and you know, as a, a, as you know, I'm a clinical social worker, a retired police officer, 35 years, 28 years on the street, eight years as the EAP, and I can honestly say, I thumbed through the book for about 15 minutes. And what I noticed, what jumped out to me right away, was the the trauma part. And basically, I've sat with cops that have been involved in shootings where they actually had to shoot somebody, and, and the and, and the uh, person they shot, had you know, succumbed, they died. Uh, not not a pleasant thing for anybody. Nobody wants to take a life. Yeah. Uh, police officers given tools, like carpenters have tools. Police officers have tools, and the level of of, of response you act accordingly. You know, if you can use pepper spray, you use it. If you can use a taser, you use it. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you have to use your gun. Mm -hmm. And I've sat with police officers that have taken lives and um, very recently, actually, it was within the last year and a half, and both officers, uh, both ethnic uh, origin, one was a uh, Southeast Asian officer and one was a um, uh, Latino officer. Mm -hmm. And they ended up shooting a, um, a, a young man who came at them with a hatchet and he refused to Stop mm-hmm. being aggressive, and he, he put their lives in danger. Yep. And they act accordingly. And uh, both of them seem to have, uh, you know, um, handled the situation pretty well. But what I noticed in the book, what it talked about, and boy, it jumped right out what Brian Casey so eloquently and professionally put in that book is um, the trauma is bad, it, no doubt about it. But it's not so much taking the life; it's it's the people you work for, the town you work in, the media, all these. Um, variables that come come at you. Did he act accordingly mm-hmm. with the cops in yeah. the right? You know, yeah. and they can go on and on and yeah. on. You know, um, the media is the first ones at a funeral for a police officer that was killed yeah. in the line of yeah. duty, and they're all mourning and, and such. <laughs> but. Soon as a cop does something, especially in, in the climate prior to this new regime that we have in Washington, it seemed like that it was open season. They were cops, always the right. after him, yeah. But what Brian put in that book was, is so true that, you know, it, it's the stress of everybody questioning what you did. From the very beginning, when they t- when you, your firearms are taken and then you're investigated, it, as, as it should be, naturally, mm-hmm. it should be, but still, you're second guessed. And that kind of, I think, takes the wind out of, you, out oh, of yeah. your sail just a
0: bit. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's that's all that's in this book. Um, Great book. Yeah, Great and, book. and read it. Cops, it's a must-read for you guys, any you coppers out now, there. Now, Eddie, if I wanted please. to buy this book, how if, would I do that? Well, Brian told me goodcopgoodcop.com. That's goodcopgoodcop.com. Right. And, um, you know, it's on there, so you can get that directly mm-hmm. from him. Um, bypasses everything. Right. Of course, you can go on Amazon and right. all that stuff, right. but if you go to goodcopgoodcop.com, right. you will get a, a reduced rate um, than on any other website, sure. and he'll, he'd will he be more than happy to uh, to send it out to you. Right,
1: and, and I just want to say as a side note, when I was in the uh, service back in the 70s, um, Joseph Wamba, he was a Los Angeles police officer, he was a, a great writer. He wrote many books that became movies, Choir Boys, uh, New Centurions, The Glitter Dome. I mean, I can go on and on. I read everything he wrote. There's another detective out of New York, his name was uh, Koonins. And Coons was a great writer as well. Actually, his daughter's a captain, I believe, in the, um, one of the precincts in New York. And he was a detective. He was a homicide detective. Great writer. He was a lieutenant homicide detective. Mm-hmm. And their books were chock full of, 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 of excitement and, and, and everything you'd want to read. And that's great. That's before you become a cop. Yeah. This book here, if you are a police officer and you're listening to the show, I'm telling you, you got to get one of these books because this book will Knock your socks off. It will yeah. because yeah. it will give you some some real good guidelines how to get through the job that you have to perform every day.
0: It's not an easy job. No. I wouldn't want you, you know? guys' jobs. I was just, so, with the Bill, now it is. just with the Bill Ricker Police Department. Hey, Steve. Hey, Chief. Hey, everybody. Um, I uh, – you know, those guys, I told them today I would never want to be a cop. I right. couldn't. I just – you know, you guys are, are definitely a, a different breed and, and uh, a necessary – breed that we we really respect and love and um, you know so anything we can do to help you guys you know even Brian Brian is even open up open to talk to right. any of the cops out there Brian's right. just like right. you he's right. he's but he's in Minnesota or St. Paul and he's he's doing a real good job right. out there so well it is a difficult
1: job <laughs> at best and and I think what happens is you know police officers have a merry image of society um, obviously what I mean by that is that is that. With the same person as a carpenter, a lawyer, mm-hmm. anybody that's working, you know, somebody working at a McDonald's. I mean, we have families, we have friends, we have feelings, we have emotions. Yep. The only thing different is we have the ability to take a life or give our lives at any time mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. notice. Mm-hmm. And knowing that, I don't know many cops that go to work thinking tonight could be the night. Yep. You just don't think along those lines. However, when you're in a situation like what happens nowadays, There have been some police officers that are very, very reluctant to react to situations and they've been, they've, it's cost them their lives. They've been killed because of the. What's happened since Ferguson, Missouri, yep. Michael Brown, yep. Officer Wilson, and, and, and the past administration,
0: yep. how they treated that. They yep. took the side of the bad guy without having all the facts. Yeah, exactly, exactly. The, the other thing, too, I'm, I'm glad you put all that up because I just want to give Genesis House a good a little plug here, Absolutely. too, because Brian uses him. I know you use them. We have a bunch of cops right. all over the United States using right. using Genesis House for our first responders program, mm-hmm. um, and that's one thing that we, we – Excuse me. That's one thing that we, we kind of do. We we have that that track for the police, but yeah. we also know their their dads, their moms, their brothers, sisters, sure. their husbands sure. and wives, and we have to deal with that also. So we're not, you yeah. know, the program at Genesis House isn't just boom straight out cop and no, the no, story. No, um, we need to we need to let you guys know right. you can turn off the badge, you can turn off the when you're around your family. I don't think you can ever turn it off one hundred percent. But, you know, there is time to be a a mom, a dad, and and a sister, brother. And we want you guys to know that as well as a good cop also, you know. Well,
1: I think, uh, you know, Genesis House has been a a safe haven for many officers and family friends and uh, people I've sent there. And I can honestly say for 30 years, I've sent people to treatment, people in need of help, alcohol, drugs, you know, uh, mental health issues. What I like about Genesis House is everybody, from the person who answers the phone to the therapist to the owner owners to to, to you yourself you know you're, you're the marketing guy everybody is involved in and, and it's it's always an upbeat um, they trip over themselves trying to help you mm-hmm. it, it's actually um I've sent several several police officers down there from different towns mm-hmm. different different states actually and um you know n- nothing but rave reviews and nothing but success
0: mm-hmm. so to me that that's a win win yeah and 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 it's great it's great to work for you know and, for a company as as genesis house especially with this this you know i was talking to to the one of the billrick cops today and um, he asked if I was a cop I said, no i said when i walked in the door the guy goes do you have any firearms on you i'm <laughs> like i don't think i've ever picked up a gun in my life but i can relate to these guys for some reason i don't know it's it just been it's just been really good for me to to work with the you know all the cops and the first responders sure, out there sure. and i have a good um a, a great relationship with Brian Casey as i do with you yeah, and yeah. don't we can't forget Jeff Zazel who who jeff, works with a lot Ms. of the, jeff, the police. Yep, i know yep. i know jeff's my guy yeah yeah and jeff you know, jeff helps a lot of cops too, certainly does so. So, and he's not yeah, a cop yeah. either, but, you know, we kind of understand you guys, and yeah. we know kind of w- where you guys need to be right. um, and, and the help you, you possibly need. Well,
1: you know? Jeff's been, been a great mentor, mm-hmm. because if I have any questions, heavy-duty questions, stuff that, you know, uh, especially mental health, um, you know, Jeff's always got the answer. Always has time, never mm-hmm. never shies away yeah. from a phone call or a text. Yeah. Um, he'll, he'll find time right away, and, and, you know, sometimes it saves lives. Oh, yeah, it you does. Know? It you know, you're yeah. trying to get someone in treatment. You're trying yeah. to get somebody the help they yeah. need, someone yeah. suicidal. You know, when someone comes to you and they're suicidal, you own them. That's it. Yeah. That, oh, there's yeah. no, there's no walking away. So listen, go. Yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, no, no. You know, no.
0: You, you have to you have to act accordingly. Yeah, I tell this story all the time. I'm not sure if I ever told this on the show, but um, you know, as well as you and Jeff and everybody, I do too. You know, we take that hour on the phone or 20 minutes on the phone or whatever it is to help the families or or the or the addict themselves. 24 almost 25 years ago now. I made a phone call to St. Clair's Hospital in Denville, New Jersey. And that guy listened to my crap on the phone hmm. it had to be a good forty-five minutes. Right. Now I don't remember who the guy right. was. He helped me get into treatment. But Mike, if that guy didn't take that time on the phone right. to listen to somebody to listen to me, I wouldn't be sitting here today. Sure. I'd be probably dead. Sure. You know, and just because because of that guy, and right. I couldn't even tell you his name. If the guy walked up to me now and and, and shook my hand, I wouldn't even know who he is. But I thank God for him, so that's why I said I always have that extra time because sure. if twenty minutes or an hour is going to change somebody's life, and I'm not playing God here or anything, no. but it's the wisdom that I can give them or the information or, or just right. the straight thinking right. that, that they can get, it's well worth it because in the last almost twenty five years, my life has changed because mm-hmm. of that conversation yeah. I had on the phone, and and it's it's you know it, it's mind boggling that some of these places don't even take the time right. to listen, right. um, you know, good sponsors, um, therapists. Um, you know, they're, they're in it for all the right reasons, thank Certainly. God. Certainly,
1: you know. You know, coincidentally, I was just sitting here thinking, tomorrow is October 17th. <coughs> my sister's birthday. Your sister's birthday? <laughs> <laughs> it's my sobriety anniversary
0: day. Oh, congratulations. 32 years. 32 yep. years, all uh, right. Well, That's 30, a great place yep. to queue uh, up the. Uh, <laughs> our our uh, time takes time. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Mike Miles. Mike, <laughs> we'll send you a cup. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I brought some with me. Ed Sullivan, you're the best. Ed Sullivan, yeah. 32 years ago, I uh, called a friend of mine who's no longer with us. He, he died in a plane crash. One of my closest friends, Dave Siemens, great guy. And um, I told him I, I, I basically was sick and tired of being sick and tired. Mm-hmm. We didn't have a program back then. All we had was... Like a network, mm-hmm. and he came to my house with his uh his van, and off we went to uh, Seminole Point, Sanlippi, New Hampshire. I spent thirty one days there, and um, I found all of you know I found out about sobriety and about myself, and you know I, I can honestly say that being in treatment back then compared to where it is now, I, I know it's different. Everything's been sucked in and downsized, and everything. It was back back then it was a lot different the, the insurance companies it was new to them yeah they were throwing you could go away three times a oh, year yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Was, yeah for 90 right. 200 <laughs> days yeah right. yeah but i can i can honestly say that uh, 32 years has gone by like a snap and um how i feel personally is that i've i've paid back um by helping people yeah. you yeah. know uh, i've helped a lot of people <laughs> and i'm i'm gr- i'm grateful and gracious about it because mm. i really believe People went out of their way to help me. But when I think about treatment and I think about homespun treatment and I think about the success, Genesis to me just brings back those memories Mm -hmm. because the people at Genesis is such a a close-knit, knowledgeable, willing to help out um, without a doubt. I mean, you just told the story earlier about about a scholarship uh, for somebody. And, And, you know, that's not something a lot of businesses would do nowadays. Can you imagine going into a market and saying, hey, I don't have any money, <laughs> but I need some groceries. <laughs> and they say, "All right, go ahead, grab what you need." <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, it yeah. just doesn't happen. People yeah. are in business to make money. Yeah. What I'm saying is, that not many places go out of their way to, to 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 provide that type of service, especially that type of service. Yeah. That's a that's yeah. a that's a big commitment.
0: Yeah, and and you know, we thank Taylor and and Stephanie for carrying on Tony's tradition um, when we started this. Uh, podcast uh, almost a year ago, you know, unfortunately Tony died yeah. and, uh, you know, so, so it's the tradition is definitely being carried on and Taylor is, um, definitely carrying that on and keeping sure. it going. Sure. Um, and also, um, that perfect opportunity to ask for sponsors because sure. this doesn't run by itself. You know, we right. have one sponsor, it's Genesis house. Right. Um, we would love more sponsors, sure. you know, sure. we can talk about sponsorship real quick. Um, you know, talk about what, how maybe some, you know, we can have a, a, a lawyer, a doctor, somebody in recovery, alumni, somebody, um, not just an alumni of Genesis House, alumni somewhere right, that wants to right, see this keep right. keep going. And, right, and I think know. the
1: number for Genesis House does flash mm. up. Um, I haven't been watching the screen, but I'm pretty sure it does. Yep, it and, flashes uh, that's, up. That's a number you can call Yep, if you're interested. And, yep, uh, absolutely. Yeah, we're, we're going to aggressively start looking for sponsors. We, we're we're kind of rested on our laurels a little bit. Yeah. And uh, Tony and, and, and Taylor and, and – um Stephanie. Stephanie definitely, were, you know, carrying the ball for a while. Yeah. And you know what? We appreciate it, but yeah. I think you know we're we're fledglings uh, no longer. We, we yeah. have to get out there and, and figure out how <laughs> to make right. some yeah.
0: make some money so we can keep this going. Yeah. So if you want to donate, you know, it, it would be great, and um, you know, to keep the show going. Sure. And it's just not about Genesis; it's about recovery. That's right. that's why it's called Friends in right. Recovery right. Podcast. Right. Um, so if anybody w- you know wants to make you know make a donation to keep this going, you know, the way it's going, sure. we we would be definitely open to it. Right. So.
1: Our next show is going to be the thirtieth of this month. It'll be uh, two weeks from t- today. It'll be on a Tuesday, as usual. And we're going to do
0: two shows a month now. It's good for now, yeah. We're going to try it yeah, out.
1: Yeah, and we're going to try to get it by the first of the year to be back to doing one a week. and yeah. uh, Because uh, it's a service we provide, provide it, and
0: I really believe it's yeah. helped a lot of people. And we do have a lot of listeners. A lot of you guys out there are watching right. all the time. Our our numbers are through the roof. That means we're helping people. That means right. people are getting some information from here. Um, you know, And the show's going to be formatted a little different. Um, we're gonna smoke cigars once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are today. Here yeah, we sure. are today. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, we're just gonna kind of keep it very light. Um, share our stories and and basically like AA, you know. And it, it basically that's how it works. You know, we we just share our our, our strengths, hopes, and joys. And, Absolutely. And, and you know, keep this going. You know, and right. and you know, if somebody can listen and say, listen. Um, you know, if that guy might got sober, why can't I? I'm a cop, right. too, or right. whatever, you know, whatever the case right. may be. Right. Or if you, if you read Brian's book, um, Good Cop, Good Cop, go to goodcopgoodcop.com. Um, to get it, you know, you'll find something in there um, that might trigger something. Sure. Or even a family member might read it that's sure. a family member of a, of a cop. <laughs>
1: and if you're sick and suffering and you're really having a hard time, all you have to do is Google Alcoholics Anonymous. Mm-hmm. They have an 800 number, twenty four seven, three sixty five. 365 You call that number. They'll have somebody get back to you. Maybe even come see you. Yeah. Um, don't hesitate. You know, the, this this isn't gonna cost you a penny nope. not a nickel you don't have to go to rehab right you don't, you don't have, have to, to right you really don't I mean
0: right. it, you know if, if you're using a lot or drinking a lot right. you might have to at least get detox but um, I know numerous people that never went to rehab right and and um, right. you know and, and just did did it AA sure. and a dear friend of mine, Johnny R um, who's one of my best friends he he never went to rehab and sure. he's he's been eight nine years sober now right. you know and, right. and I you know he asked me he called me every day he said can I come can you come pick me up take me to me and I did it for months right. and he's sober that way there's know? no mystery you know you just got to be sick and tired of, of of the same
1: old same old yep. you know and, and and you can't stop you can put the brakes on and you, you have the power believe it or not you really do and what you do is you got to reach out for help and yep. once you get the help and get the direction there's a meetings abundance they're everywhere yep. they're down the street they're at churches they're they're in synagogue they're everywhere yeah they, they have day meetings afternoon meetings night meetings yep. weekend meetings Saturdays Sundays yep. They're everywhere. And I'll tell you, I've never, ever walked into an AA meeting, and I've been to thousands of them, yeah. where I haven't left feeling better than I walked in.
0: Matter of fact, we're going to one tonight. <laughs> we're going to one tonight. <laughs> That's o'clock. how it works, right. guys. Right. So. Well, it looks like we're out of time, Mike. Yeah. Um, any last words that you want to come No, up? I just want to say that uh, it's
1: good to be back. It's good to see Absolutely. you, Ed. And yeah. um, you know, if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, give us a call. Uh, you can call me at 978-833-0187. That's my cell, 978 978- Eight three three zero one eight seven. I'll certainly steer
0: you in the right direction. Yep, yeah, absolutely. And you know, can always reach out to Genesis House. Um, you know, look us up on the web. Um, also, AA is is always a good spot to, to look up. And you know, um, it, it's 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 a pleasure to to, to do this again, and, and a pleasure to bring this back, and certainly. hopefully we can keep this going, Mike. Sounds good. All right, take All care, right, everybody. We'll see you. Stay safe. See sober, you on the thirtieth. Yeah, thank you.